13 plus jumpers on sale soon though, punters. Very Divers. soon. Keep an eye out. 13 pluses for all you fucks. Listen, we've caved in to the demand, the will of the people. The people wanted 13 plus jumpers for all teams. People wanted 13 plus jumpers for themselves, for everyone. Correct. And because we are caring, giving, gentle people, we've gone out and fucking done it. There mm. will be a pre-sale. Very difficult to get sizes for that many teams. But the pre-sale, only like you get it, the turnarounds VV quick. Yeah, it's a quick turnaround. It's not months. It's, it's like week. It's weeks. Like Probably two weeks. I'd max. Say. Max two weeks. Very, very quick. But we want to get it to you before the kickoff of the season. 13 pluses. Not, and by season, I mean the political season because there is an election coming up. Correct. These aren't rugby league jumpers. No, these are, these are election. Dude, New South Wales fucking state elections are just around the corner. Yes. There also may be elections in other states. There, there is. But just I'm just so happen to play rugby league. Well, most teams are from New South Wales. Yeah. But I not mean, all. wait. Wait. Do you say teams? You I didn't mean teams. I meant political electorates. Is it, well, electorates. Well, there's a lot going on in New South Wales. It's a big Ma state. What you were trying to say is that most electorates for the New South Wales elections are in, are New, in South New South Wales. But some electorates aren't. And we will, we will cater to those electorates <laughs> as well. I don't know how that works. Keep your eyes peeled. Pre-sale, probably next week for political jumpers. 13 plus. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back, Punters Dribbles, on a Thursday. We're here. We're queer, get used to it. We're here, we're queer. Get used to it. Get used to it. Thursday. Um, Thursday pod. Thursday pod, Thursday pod. Now listen, I've actually want to get into something straight away. Okay, sure. So we did say, I think it was on Tuesday, well, we said on the Monday pod that we were going to do the full social sport injuries this week. Yep. We then had to drop the Islam pod. Islam? Islam? I don't know. But we had to drop that pod. Mm. With our good friends at KO, obviously they're fighting this weekend. Volk, Islam. UFC 284. UFC 284, pay-per-view, main event, KO. 2 p.m. Sunday. Look, we'll be there. If you want to know the results, you can just ask us. We'll tell you we'll be there. But so we're like, well, we can't drop the fucking social sport thing because you've got to drop the Islam one, which is, you know, 30,000 views inside of like four or five hours, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um... So today was going to be the day that we did the social sport uh, injuries pod. Again, keep sending submissions because we're not doing it today. But I want to I want to get your thoughts. Tobler, you may feel less, you know, keen to give your thoughts here because, you know, of the sort of like we work together brotherhood sort of thing. But D or Dave unfortunately couldn't make it this morning. Sick. Mm. Crippled. With sickness, it would seem. Now we got a. I got a message. I woke to this message last night from Dave, and I'm going to read it out. You give context with the time. Oh no, absolutely. So 4:15 a.m. Wednesday, like after midnight. So it's Thursday morning, but like you know, Wednesday's a midweek. Rip. Well, it's a Wednesday rip. It's a Wednesday rip. Is Assuming. what happens. I was out to dinner last night with Steph, and I was walking through Bondi. I'm like, fuck, it's pumping. I was like, Wednesday. Kids Wednesday. love the kids love Wednesday. I remember it like the sheaf, the sheaf, Oak Wednesday. Sheaf Cross Wednesday. You Oak, used to go to the King, King's Cross. The Oak King's Cross. Sheaf Cross on a, Wednesday on a Wednesday was the path well traveled. Yes, until they decided to sell off King's Cross to greedy, greedy 
greedy, greedy little piglets. Thank you, Mike Baird. Not saying oh. you had anything to do with well, it. Well, we're not saying that, but we're also saying that you... Were the premier of the time. Were the premier at the time. Obviously, you might have a bit of piglet in you. You and might like that backdoor action. Obviously, you know coward punching was a problem, and that's awful. But if you think about it from a percentage of total amount of people moving through King's Cross at any one point on a night out, you would say that it was like less than a percent. Also happened at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. So lockouts and then don't lockouts make sense. don't really make they're not really relevant there. And then also like everything in the city is also locked down except for that little slither in Plymouth where the star also yeah. happens to be. Listen, all very highly suspect. Holy but suspect. that's not what we're talking no, about. We're all we're saying is that Wednesday night, the night to rip midweek, if you don't really have a job. Well, we, well, Wednesday, well, if you're at uni, that's what I mean. if you work in a bar, if yeah, you're the hospital maybe, industry, if maybe you're, if you if you sell suits at David Jones, or you're Tom, a podcast producer yeah. uh, who has very little work to do, generally walks dogs, things like that. Yeah, Host Wednesday, trivia. Wednesday night, very attractive night for ripping. So it's Thursday, so, so it's Thursday. Friday, so it's Saturday. You know, you're living in a share house, having your girlfriend. Yeah, that sort of shit. Well, your oyster. Uh, so at four fifteen a.m. I get a text from Dave. Boys, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come in today. Pretty sure I've got tonsillitis kind of bad. Hurts like hell to swallow and talking isn't much better. We'll let you know if anything changes by morning, but not looking good. Sorry. Now, I want to start off by saying this. I believe Dave. (laughs) I believe Dave of Two Steps Forward, One Step Back Firm. He's doing some great work for us at the moment. He's, you know, he's editing reels, content. Obviously, he's on the potty, killing it with the Batuta podcast, Decode, where he's interviewing Magoos like fucking Dom Perrottet, wearing his good shirt. I believe that, David Bloom. But I'm interested to know how you feel about the rapid onset of tonsillitis from... Yesterday, Arvo, when he seemingly was chipper, yeah. up and about, Listen. laughing, loving life, to then 4.30, 4.15 a.m., tonsillitis so bad, he can't even talk. Now, are you doing much talking at 4.15 a.m. to even know if that's happening? Listen. Or do you wake? I mean, again, I believe David Bloom. Listen, I have for some years, Tom, as you well know, owned a labour hire business. Now, when you do so, you... If you, you put yourself in that world, you will expose yourself to every excuse under the sun. Now, there are certain excuses that will come up more often than not. Can I? Diarrhea. Diarrhea is not used as much as you might think, that was although it has too. been used. Mm. Uh, food poisoning, yeah. I would say, is number one. That's in the same... Uh, maybe family tree is diarrhea, but it's a couple of branches away. Yeah, listen, I think you can say food poisoning without saying, listen, I've been on the fucking John all night. Although I would respect the use of I've been pounding the Dalton. That's why I think it's better. It's, yeah, because it's kind of shocking. It's like, I don't want to hear about people, you People aren't prepared to go there, Tom. This guy was all the time. I know, but you're a visionary. <laughs> okay? You're I'm a visionary. Thank you so much. Now, second to that, and it's uncouth, but it's true, is my girlfriend got in a car accident. That's, that's, that get used 
all the fucking time. And it's usually not like a serious car. It's like a prang you can't... You I've got to go pick help. her up. She's yeah, had a prang. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to help her. I need to organise the fucking blah, 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 blah. Happens all the time. All wow, that's an interesting one. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That's actually a very good one. It, well, that's probably why it's used. Mm. And it gets propagated because, oi, brah, you want a fucking excuse? Try this one for size. Because yeah. they all go out together. They mingle. Ba- they, 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 they mingle. share stories. It's usually a backpacker's fucking gig laboring, yeah. and yeah. they mingle, and when they're out fucking ripping and tearing on a Wednesday. Good ideas spread. And they go, bruh, i got work tomorrow. Listen here, cunt. Use this. Set an alarm for 5.15, 5.45. Yes. Six. Bang. Sorry, bruh. On my way to work. I was going to get there early, but had to deviate. Did, sorry, Mrs. Mrs. is in trouble. Mrs. having a prang at 5.30 in the yeah. morning yeah. on her way yeah, to yeah. work. On her way to work. Exactly. Exactly. She's an early riser too, Tom. Listen, she starts we're both early. go-getters. We both love yeah. to work. Up with the birds, baby. Up with know, the birds. We do. We may be Brazilian backpackers and we spend 90% of our time on the beach, but we are up early of yeah. a morning yeah. to get after it. The early yeah. bird gets the worm. Unfortunately, in this case, we had a prang. Listen, even in Brazil, the early bird gets the worm, Tom. That's that, a universal. That's universal. universal. It's a truth. universal truth. That's a planet Earth truth, punters and dribblers. The bird is up early and it gets that worm. Yep. That's what it's doing. Now, where does our old friend tonsillitis sit on the list, Tom? Now, this is all a vibe, punters and dribblers. I've obviously seen tonsillitis before. You don't see a heap of it. No. And I think the, probably the reason you don't see a heap of it, Tom, if I'm to run an eye over tonsillitis generally, mm. is that it generally doesn't come on that quick. No. Overnight. I could be wrong. We don't have, a, we don't have someone here dioring. How quickly tonsillitis comes on. Tobler's going to do his best to stay on the ones and twos and do Dave's job. Um, But it may be slow. It may not happen at all. So we we forgive Tobler for his potential failures, but his successes we will celebrate. So on that... (laughs) Fucking um, hell, he's quicker than Dave. The the incubation period for tonsillitis is generally between two and four days, which is not... A notch in Dior's favour. <laughs> okay, how long? How quickly do the symptoms just bang come on? Like, as in, because I, from my memory of tonsillitis, it's like you start to feel sick before the sore throat. You're flat. You're flat. But like, you know when you feel, you know when you get that feeling, you go, "Oh fuck, I think I'm getting sick." Yeah. Like nothing's happened, but you just your body is a bit like achy, maybe, and yeah. you know, ah, oh, fuck, I think I'm getting sick, and then the throat starts to go. There's that feeling you get in your throat where you're like, it's not sore, but you feel like there's something going on back there. There's a bit yeah. of activity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sore or scratchy throat, pain or difficulty swallowing. Yeah, it does say it, there's several different types of bacteria and viruses that can cause it, and so it could potentially come on suddenly. But usually there's a few, like, uh, warning signs. This is what I would say. This is what I would say. There is no one wilier than the labouring backpacker. They're a fucking wily bunch. <laughs> and I think through necessity have been forced to be wily. Well, they've right? evolved. It's, a, it's evolution. It's Small evolution. It's Darwinian like, shit. Like, hats off to them. Fucking manual labour, general labour, fucking eight-hour days is a rough business. It's Daddy's done it. I've been there. Yeah, you've been there. You know. It's it it's, can be Oh dude, it's hard. Some days can be fucking Fucked. brutal. 
<laughs> and Absolutely also, you're in fucking Bondi, let's assume, most likely, or Manly, wherever they fucking congregate the backpackers, they love it. And then after a hard day's work, someone offers you, because you're knocking off at 3.30, mm. someone gives you an ice cold beer, you're like, fuck, that's going down well, I've had a cunt of a day. Then all of a sudden, you're in the fucking kitchen and, you know, you're mixing up margaritas. some fun little thing. Someone some margaritas. Red Bull. Fucking oath, pina coladas. Now you're feeling a bit naughty, a bit dangerous. Then you're nipping down to your backpacker horn. Yeah, you're local. Yeah. Now you're ripping in. Maybe some fucking party drugs are Maybe coming. Maybe a out. hot senorita comes and starts making eyes yeah, at you before yeah, yeah. you know it. You guys are on the sand. That's getting it. Into your work. All of a sudden, you grind on on each a other. A nice this sandy fuck. A nice little sandy fuck. It's hot. It's passionate. Yeah, then you're back to the pub. It. You've already got one under the belt. You've got a couple in the nosty. You're having the great time. This is the Brazilian backpack I'm talking about. You know Brazilian what I mean? backpack here. <laughs> no way. Well, not even just them, but unskilled laborers. Unskilled laborers. You've got a notch on your fucking belt. You're feeling do- dirty. You're feeling dangerous. Now you're fucking grinding on someone else. Maybe grinding on a guy. Who knows? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The world's your oyster at this point. And then you check your watch. Fuck, one o'clock. Do I keep going? Fucking oath you do. Back well, for we're all going ones. back to someone's house. Fucking oath. Roasting up a couple of big, big hot ones. <laughs> then. You check the watch again. It's like 4.30, 4.45. Then you start going, fuck, i got work today. And we're going to be, fu- we're actually going to move like fucking 10 fucking tons of soil. Your mate goes, kiss in here, bro. What have you used recently? Mm. You rail off what you've used and you go, okay, try this one on for size. Tonsillitis doesn't come up because it doesn't sell at the markets that well. That's all I'm saying. Can I say this as and well? And that's all off the back of, again, our wily friend, the labourer. So... I could be wrong. Well, listen, and again, we need to just reiterate here, I believe all Daves, all Dior Daves. Yes. I believe all Dior Daves. Yes. But do you think potentially, if we were to play devil's advocate and say that this wily little fucking producer's full of shit, that he's gone with something that's like, I'm on a podcast, I need to talk, throat issues, can't talk. Yes. The last thing you want is me with some throat issues. Yeah, and spreading germs over the mic and shit. Yeah. That makes sense. No, that's why it's like it's it's uh, innovative. Dave, not a dum dum. No, no, he's a smart kid. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was going down that route. But again, we believe Dave. We're just we're we're coming up. We're pontificating. We're coming up with a scenario where potentially, perhaps, he was being wily on a Wednesday night because he's got a bit of fucking backpacker in him. Uh, he's got heaps of backpacker in him. He was he wore his good thongs to interview Dominic Perrottet and a floral shirt. <laughs> he's like, I'm dressed yeah. up for it. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. He's, okay. And he's and he's and he's fucking drawn to share houses. Like he likes that stuff. Oh, he, li- he lives for share houses. Yeah, yeah, he lives for it. He's only just moved out of home. He only only reason we went out with that girl whose name I forget, I apologise, is because she lived with 10 other people. He finds that stuff attractive. Well, hold on. That's not fair. That's not the only reason he went out with her. No. They're still together. Of course. Sounds like they're in love. Rubber Look, glove. It sparked his interest. They're living it. Listen, I'm not saying that Dave, there isn't like an added interest in the fact that the share house was involved, but I believe in love and I believe in Testy Pop, Dave's love. But do I believe Dave's tonsillitis? Yeah. I, do. <laughs> I believe it. I believe that Dave got tonsillitis at four in the morning. It came on quick, much like food poisoning does. And he just couldn't make it. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to him. And we wish you a speedy recovery. Speedy recovery, buddy. Speedy recovery. It's scary if tonsillitis is evolving to an illness that can just Bang. be like that. Yeah. I mean, I, what's next? What's next, dude? I also want to say this about tonsillitis. You can work with it. I don't think I've ever had it. 
it's it's a oh, I would have had fucking, no, I would have had it when I was a kid. Also, sure. in fairness to Dave, who we believe, he self-diagnosed that. So what it really is, he's got a sore throat, which strepsil. You can work with a sore throat. Strepsil. You can work with a sore throat, buddy. Now, Tom. Yep. You sent a, vet, a little message into our group the other day, detailing SpaceX and their rocket boosters returning to Earth. What that, was, Jeff Athletics sent that to us. What was getting you hard about that, Tom? The way that they were landing. Yep. They've got it pretty fucking dialed. Dude. It doesn't look real. It doesn't look real, does it? No. But it is. Yeah. And that's what they've been working on for ages. And like you've seen... They've these, been doing that for They've ages. been doing it for ages. Yeah. But that, that's as... That's as professional a rocket landing as I've seen. Well, they've got it fucking dialed. Now, for those of you who don't understand, the current spaceship model is like a plane takes off and then they basically just parachute back to Earth or they'll come back down and land like a plane. Is that correct? Mm. Or do they just come back down? No, no, no. The drives? old model, the old model, Tom. The old model was the rocket booster, mm. which gets the fucking thing out of orbit, get, gets the, into orbit. The space rocket into orbit would just fall back and crash into the sea. And you'd go, oh, well, thanks for fucking, thanks for the lift. Yeah. The big lift. Yeah, huge lift. Huge lift. We, uh, we no longer, we, we'd love your services again, but we don't have the technology. We don't have the technology, so we're just going to let you fucking drop into the sea. You're fucked. Yeah, and that's a lot of money. B- billions. So our friends at NASA, who have got a huge heavy rocket of, used to be efficient fame. Links to Nazism fame. <laughs> NASA. <laughs> like, there's like a yarn about it at the end of World War Two, a lot of like, the best fucking, best and brightest minds of the Nazi party were like, yeah. Well, there's some smart Germans. Smart German fame. Nah, NASA of links to smart Germans fame. Sure. From the 40s. They, it's like their, their big rocket, their big heavy rocket that's going to carry heaps of payload into space. It's like, it's like a billion, it's got like a billion dollar per launch price tag. Whereas our friends at SpaceX, because of the reusability of their rockets, Tom, it's like in the, Low tens of millions, right? Insane. And because that's the way it lands. They bring them fucking back. So once they've got their fucking payload into orbit, they spin around and fall back to Earth. And when they reach a certain height, the little boosters come on and they fucking land. They can land them on fucking But like, so what it is, just so you know, they're, they're just like a long, schlong shaped. Long, schlong shaped. Pole. Yeah. And then they land the same way they take off, which has been like the, that's the technology. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see this. Look at that. It does not look real. It does not, does look, real. not look real. How Dude, cool is that? Look, it looks, look how cool that is. It's so cool. It's so fucking cool. Now, if you want to see it again, YouTube or just Seekers of the Cosmos on Instagram. If you, punters and dribblers, if you're not around this shit, you need to start fucking getting around it because this shit turns me on. And if it, if it doesn't turn you on, I've got to ask why. Listen, it's all well and good to be like, oi, Pete Davidson's fucking another hot model. But like, sure. have a look at some some seekers of the cosmos content. But there's more hours in the day than who the fuck's Pete Davidson fucking. We are quickly running out of hours, though, when it comes to Pete Davidson fucking supermodels. But... There are still hours left. There's still hours left, Tom. There's still hours left. And listen, if we have to fuck a couple of the early ones off, we can to make room. Yeah. All I know is Elon's fucking getting shit done. And our little lefty mate who loves to hate on Elon, he wouldn't have a fucking answer to this because you can't not be impressed by this shit. Well, I'm sure a little tonsillitis Dave from his hospital bed would potentially have something negative to say. What do you think they're going to say? What would you say? 
when the first person takes a step on the on Mars. Obviously, I think you need something. Oh, so as in we've got one small step for man. One giant, giant leap, leap for, for mankind. mankind. Shit, that's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Listen, I don't think it's for you and I to come up with. Happy to throw it open to the, the punters and dribblers. One other thing before, just back to our tonsillitis-ridden friend, Tobler, once this podcast goes up, please put a poll up on the punters and dribblers page. Is Dave sick or not? Now, do... I have any idea what you say when you get on Mars? Like, is there a line from a movie? Do you get, like, Quentin Tarantino to write it? Do you get one of the great fucking, you know... Yeah, listen, do we dudes? trust a nerd at NASA? Or not even no, nerd, not we NASA, don't. a nerd at SpaceX? No, we don't. Like, They're probably all a little bit spectrum and, and vibes. You know, and Elon, like, you know, Elon, he's probably want to ride it. And, like, I love Elon and great for you for getting us there. I love him in, like, this space setting sense, you know what I mean? Really gets me going. Yes. But, you, but you're, you're, you know... Well, you, you need might, something that's going to echo through eternity. You're not, a, you're not a wordsmith, bro. Small step for man, giant leap for mankind. That shit gets me going. That's if they even landed on the moon, Eddie. Well, I'd believe they did, Tom. So do I. I'm just playing. I believe, Tom. So do I. I believe. I believe, dear Dave. I, not the same thing. NASA. I'm not going to correlate them. No? No. Not so the same. Okay, do you think one of them's lying? Well, you don't have to say who. Yeah, I think one of them's lying. Okay. Who do you reckon? Don't well, answer that. I'm not going to answer it. I'm not going to answer it. But... Punter of the dribbler What do you reckon, Toller? Do you believe that man landed on the moon and Dave has tonsillitis? Similar to Eddie, I believe one of them. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. There we go. Yeah, but um, listen, I like I liked that idea, Tom. Take it out to market. A Quinty. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what you do, dude. Some sort of fucking poet. Mate. But the thing that I think's cool is that you... Maybe a Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. See, Neil could possibly do it. Neil could do it. Neil also... But Neil, I don't know. But Neil's Neil, gone a bit weird, I think. But Did Neil, you hear him on Rogan recently? I found everything he said on Rogan... Mm -hmm. Like, he has, like, interesting uh, information to provide, but everything he said on Rogan, it was like he was trying to say the most yes. momentous thing he's ever said. And it was like, can you just fucking talk I, for a second? I found that... I couldn't listen to the whole thing. And he would... And, like, he would ask questions and he'd take it into, like, a different... Realm, realm wouldn't answer what Rogan was saying. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is all this pre? And he kept and he kept going on. And there was one line actually. Funnily enough, you bring that up where I was like, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. And I was sort of like, cause, and there was even one where he was. I'm pretty sure Rogan was like, Rogan was like, what are you talking? Like he wasn't even answering. I, like I can't. He remember. wasn't answering the question. He wasn't on track. He no. wasn't following the narrative. Like, it, to me, it was a little bit and obviously performative, performative and high on one supply bit well because he's like he's he's now you, you know he's a nerd are you referring to the smelling of one's fluff? one's fluffs dude and he's he's like a nerd who for most of his life for you know unfortunately people seem to care more about the size of pete davidson's dick and where he's putting it mm. than science generally not you and i but i'm sure there's a period in my life where i probably was more interested in that sort of shit and as you get older maybe your interests change whatever but like generally as a society mm. Most people don't care. But with someone people like, like Neil... People like hot goss. People like hot goss, hot cocks, hot women, hot dudes. Yeah. Vadges. Vadges, cocks. penises, bums, tits. People putting penises in vaginas. Yes, exactly. How that works. How that works. How Grindin, one swallows the other. How Sibians, one, you know yeah. what I mean? People like, love that shit. Yeah. Sibiums. <laughs> Sibiums. Sibians? Yeah. Sibians. Dude, Sibians. Sibians. Oh, great. Again, Sibians. great Mother's Day present. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Neil has gone from a world where no one cared about him riding a Sibian <laughs> to now everyone does. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it just felt a little bit like he was enjoying that ride way too much. And it was like, what are you fucking saying? He wasn't saying anything. He wasn't listening to what Joe was saying. He just no. went in there and was just like, I want to speak. Yeah. And I'm just going to fucking word vomit this shit out. Some of it sounded like he'd written it. And he was trying to sound really cool with everything. Like, he talks like that normally. But usually, when it's in response to a question, that sounds... It's it's great because you're actually... I guess one of the things he does well is, like, he can explain things to the dribbler, mm. as is you and I, in a way that at least helps you understand as the most that you're going to be able to understand without knowing anything. You know what I mean? Like he'll give you, he'll make it as consumable as possible yes. with the, the full knowledge that there are things that I don't he can, get. At he all. can speak. He can speak to the layman. Yes, but he, I found it fucking really hard to listen to last, and I was like, oh, I can't. He's, I didn't finish it, and no, I usually I do. I usually finish it all. Yeah, bring Brian Cox back, but but talk a little louder, Brian. Yeah. I know that like we're well, just boost his levels, critiquing everyone, like you know, but just pump up the noise, Brian. Yeah. I can't hear. Brian. Oop. Talks really quietly like that. We'll just boost his fucking levels, he, he, Tobler. He's just talking about the calls and all that. I might need to like... I can't hear. I might give... I might get Tobler to download the episode, give it to him, boost Brian's levels, give it back give to Give it back? Me. Yeah. To Rogan or to you? To me. That's not a bad idea. Anytime Brian's on there. Yeah. Just be like, listen, I can't really hear him. You boost his fucking levels for me and then I can enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not going to... Why don't you DM Rogan and ask him? Me? Yeah. Say, hey, mate, can you just boost Brian's levels next time? Or, or his producer, Jamie. Young Jamie, yeah. Yeah. Young Jamie's surely not that young. How many followers Young Jamie got? No, I think Young Jamie's probably in his 40s. He is in his 40s. So he's younger than Joe, I suppose. Is yes. Is joke? How many followers he got? 503,000. That's surely... He's not posting, is he? Because that's a very young Joe Rogan there with a hat on. Well, it might be a throwback. Because there's a... There's a quite an old Joe just down. Ah, uh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jamie old as fuck. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie dot young. Kind of looks a bit like Rogan, funnily enough. Yeah, he's 40. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. Well, there you bloody go. So, you remember how when we were at the Seagulls the other day? Yes, Tom. Invited by the club. And I got that phone call from my wife. And it was like... Uh, had a weird call from Evie's daycare. She had an incident with a teacher. Immediately, you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? What happened? And they're like, don't worry, don't worry. It's just a verbal altercation, but we can't tell you anything else about it. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? You can't tell us anything else about what the fuck went on? Like, there's an investigation. Can't tell you. Now, I don't know if this is a general rule across all daycares. Shout out to the... Can you check if this is if it's the Double Bay Early Learning Center? Anyway... It might be a general rule of thumb. They can't tell you, right? Now, I was obviously, you're immediately relieved when you're like, okay, it was just a verbal thing. Because I was ready to go down there and who the fuck knows what I was going to do. Like nothing, probably nothing. But you go down there and be like, what the, just tell me something. So they said they couldn't tell us, but there was an investigation. If the investigation brings up nothing, then you'll never know what was even accused and if it does bring up something, then it goes to the department of, like, fucking child something. You know, like, it's going to be a proper investigation. These people called us, so they couldn't tell us anything, and then they come back to us immediately with a report. We didn't hear a fucking word from them for more than a week. 
nothing. Just nothing. Like, hey, your kid's been, something's happened. We're not going to tell you what it is. And we're also not going to call you. In, we're just not going to let you know. We're just going to sort of keep you in the dark. And I was fucking fuming. Steph placated me or calmed me down. But then today, she was fuming. She's like, these pieces of shit haven't fucking called us or let us know anything. So did you placate her? No, she called them and fucking ripped their cocks off. Metaphorically, because I think it's run by women. I don't know. But is that what it's called? Double Bay Early Learning Centre? Early Childhood Centre. Early Childhood Centre. Again. Or Good Start Early Learning. Good Start. Yeah. Good Start. Don't send your kids there. That'd be my opinion, because they sucked before this happened, and they suck now. But... So public service announcement, is that what this is? Public service announcement, do not send your children to Good Start and Double Bay because they're fucking awful. I've told you, like, I've been telling you, like, Evie's out of there now, thank fuck. But the amount of times that I would go there to drop her off and they'd go, you can't leave. And I'd be like, what do you mean? They go, well, we don't have enough people here. (laughs) Like, we don't have enough staff. And I'm like, because you obviously need, like, a certain amount of staff to kids ratio. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have enough fucking staff? Well, we're waiting for people to turn up. So there'd be me and like a bunch of parents waiting in the fucking foyer with Do you get paid kids. for that? Do I get paid? Yeah. I should get paid, Eddie. Or maybe it should come off our fucking bill. They're more than happy to charge every single week for it. So you'd have to stand there and wait for a carer to rock up. Sometimes you're for half an hour. In the room where all the kids are, which is like 400 degrees, and you know what's nice and cool? The, the fucking office area where the secretaries and all that shit are. That's aircon to an inch of its life. You go into the room with the kids, it's like fucking zombie apocalypse. You're all sweating and running around into walls and shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you don't like that environment, do you, buddy? <laughs> Dude, I don't mind the... Like, I think it's like... Evie's just started a new daycare, which is lovely. It's just nice, you know, like... But this place was like a fucking prison for them. And the, not all of them. Like, some of, the sta- some of the staff, they were really sweet and nice. Some of them were absolute cunts. Probably this one that was yelling at Evie. I could almost pick who it would be. But I'm just sort of like... Steph said to me initially when she was like, oh, they can't, they can't tell you who said it, right? She was sort of coming from just a general business standpoint where, because she's in HR, where it's like, if you and I had a dispute in our, like, a corporate world, you've accused me of something. If they, they have to do an internal investigation and then if they find out that I didn't do anything wrong, it's unfair for them to yeah. talk about it, right? Makes sense. I get that. She said to me, I go, okay, that's fair. Because if this person, teacher they were investigating, didn't do anything, it's like, well, you don't have that hanging over your head. But when it comes to your children, matters of the child, I think that's the biggest load of shit of all time. Because it's not two adults in a fucking office space where, you know, you might have said something um, untoward to me and it hurt my feelings. This is like an adult and a child where shit can get really fucked up really quick. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I do. I think that they should have kept you a fucking breast of the investigation that was apparently ongoing. Even if they were to go, hey, we can't tell you who it was. This is, what ha- this is what's been accused. Why can't they tell you that without telling you who it was? Exactly. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Now, I'd, I hope to Christ that it is a general policy that, like, legally they can't do it. Because if it's just one for these fucks, then they're even worse than I could have imagined. Mm. Where it's like, these guys are just, like, covering their ass, don't want to tell you what's actually going on. But they suck. It's the biggest shithole of all time. And if you can avoid it, I would. There you go, puns and dribblers. Sorry. Take I, it on board. I, I've been holding on to that. That was like just letting go of a big old dump. 
Hold on. Look at looking at this first, please, Tobler. As is a Thursday pod. Shout out to someone who put this in the P's and D's. Scientists have discovered a huge chunk of the sun has broken off. And it has begun circling the sun's north pole like a vortex and no one knows why. Really? Well, I don't know, Edward. It's on Lad Bible, so probably yes. <laughs> Jono Toomey. Okay. Okay. Scientists have been left stunned after a piece of the sun's surface broke off and began circling the sun's north pole like a vortex. God, maybe little ch- Chicken Little was right. Don't know what that means. This, is a, this, is, a, this is a Unilad article, so bear with us. Earlier this week, NASA's James Webb Space Telescope made an unprecedented observation that has made scientists both concerned and excited. Space weather forecaster Tamitha Shov shared a video sequence showing the intense whirlwind. Now, we're going to watch the whirlwind here from Professor Shov. Tamitha Skov. Skov. Not, a, not an H. Just a K. Now, oh. Oh, wow. So that's at the top, is it? Go again? Yeah. Now, that's pretty cool. That is cool. I will say this generally. In the same way that, like... But like misleading. Well, no, just well, yes, but also like in the same way that people are like, how the fuck do you believe religion? Like, you know, there's no, you know, people sort of saying things that you don't like. It's very, it's impossible to prove shit from like a book two thousand years ago. That sort of general vibe with science, which I obviously know to be far more uh, rigorously tested and excavated. But with shit like this, where it's like you're looking at the sun, it's like. Is that a fucking picture of the sun? I could see how people are sceptical about, like, extreme science shit. The Big Bang, you know, you take it for as, as gospel so you, you like. So you're saying that you, that could be, uh, like, a fucking drawn photo. Is that what you're saying? What I'm like saying... Like, created I, yeah, Well, I'm saying it 100% could be. But more, right. more what I'm saying is that I can see how, like... People who don't believe in, who, who mistrust science of this nature. Like there's a point where you have no understanding of what they're talking about, right? Yeah. So you're just basically having to believe people because they've said that this is what is happening. Yes, that's and what so, trust is. Yes, yes, that's trust. Yeah, that is trust right there. Now, <laughs> obviously, we live in an age where you could digitally create the video or the images that we just saw. Do you think that, that that's a pretty high-res image of the sun? Do we think that's fully legit or do you think they've reimagined it based on like... Because you know when they have like... No, they put filters and shit over it and they enhance certain parts. But yeah, that's it. That'd be her. That'd be her? Yeah. The big girl in the sky? I wonder if anything lives in there. I think unlikely. Why? Too hot, Tom. Life can exist anywhere, mate. Potentially. Where there's liquid water is what you're referring no, to. No, because, well, I heard, the, I heard uh, and it may have been on Lex talking about this, but someone else basically saying, like, that's how we perceive life being able to exist. Yes. But maybe liquid water is not the only requirement or a requi- the maybe it's not a requirement. It's maybe just a requirement not. for us. Yeah. Well, the life on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe in the sun there's fucking, you know, there's a zoo in there with a couple of humans. Do you reckon? I don't reckon anything, Eddie. <laughs> All I'm saying is, did that, you, but do you like? Are you are you starting to get 
flat earthy. Yeah. Is that where you're headed? No, sorry, Bob. But just based on those those previous comments you made, just trying. I'm just trying to excavate your mind. Yeah, yeah, where my you're mind. At. Where I'm at, spiritually, like, emotionally. Yeah, like obviously, when scientists tell you something, there needs to be a level of trust because you aren't going to fucking do the ten years of no, fucking the doctorate, and the PhD, and Correct. the masters, and Correct. the honors, and the Correct. fucking. Correct. You're not going to do that. Correct. Correct. So you do need to take him at face value. Mm. And what I'm saying was is... I, was I getting hints of, well, I don't, I can't, I don't trust anymore? No, I, I trust these sort of scientists. I don't trust all scientists anymore. I think we all feel a little bit like that. Um, are you referring specifically to potentially a pandemic that happened recently and maybe like... I'm going to get the 12th booster, dude. I am. <laughs> I'm getting it again. Give me more. No, I'm not. I was just more talking about like generally like because there was this dude in the UFC, what's his fucking name? Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. And he's like a real Southern American. Yeah, Brad, kid from Nebraska or whatever the fuck. And he's from. like, he's fucking flat earth as shit. And he's always like on there calling out people on Instagram. He's he's a good fighter. He comes across as dumb as a post. Yeah. And I, I, I hear him like speak and I think about, and he's, I think he's, I think he's religious, but I hear cunts shock like, horror. Yeah, shock horror. Kid from the south. But you hear America. people like that speak, and I'm, tr- and I try and think about like the way they would perceive things that go against the things they believe in, right? So I like, am obviously I'm more science based. I don't believe in religion and that sort of shit. But then, you know, there's a point where my uh, what I know, what I know to be true, very much becomes trust, and I assume that it's a similar thing on the other side. Well, it's all of that on the other side with the religion, because it's just like, okay, I'll take that as true, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That yeah. was more where it was coming from. Generally, I was being fucking facetious, but like, go to that one there. The flat he, earth. He just one. he just looks dumb. I know that's like mean to say, but like, then you hear him speak, you're like, okay, yeah, fits. This one. Yeah. I can't remember what this one was about. Bryce Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. The weather balloon? I don't look too good right now, and I don't know the first thing about what's going on with this Chinese weather balloon, spy balloon. I don't know what it is, but I've been saying it for years. I think they're trying to come over here, take our guns, and kill us all. That's what I think. And if you were going to do that, wouldn't you send a little spy balloon over there first? To kind of check out the landscape, look at all the critical spots, communication spots, food plants, roads. Wouldn't you want to know all that stuff, have it all mapped out? Well, hey, that's what they're doing over there. And if that little Chinese spy balloon flies over to Arkansas, I'm going to pop it with my 270. That's what I think. Just thank you, Bryce. Then, thank you, Bryce. And then people living comments like, pretty sure they could just use Google Maps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bryce. But you know what I mean? Like, people like Bryce. People like Bryce are set in their ways, dude. It's very hard to uh, convince someone like Bryce of another way of thinking, another yeah. train of thought. Like, if you... I sometimes get onto the TikTok, and I can't refer to any pages specifically, but I'd see, I did send you one once, and you were like, what the fuck is this? And it's this fucking... It's this Aussie guy, and he's got like no teeth, oh, and he's just, yeah, and he's yeah, talking about how he's done fuck. his maths on why, um, why the Earth is flat, 
It's fucking unbelievable. It is it's incredible stuff to watch. But people out there have, because they've done their own research, Tom, are convinced the earth is flat in the face of, of overwhelming evidence. Yes. Even like DIY at home fucking, you can, you can do this yourself. You don't need to, to go, go to, to space. space to prove it's flat or round, you know? You can, you can do it at home. Like, why does the fucking, why does the light on the moon change? Can you, can you please get, try to find the video of him calling out Joe Rogan about the earth being flat? Bryce? Yeah. I thought he was joking the first time I saw it. I was like, fuck, this is. How many flat earthers are out there? And why, what what I've never been able to understand, Tom, more than anything, is why does it matter? Like, why? Why do you? I why you dying on because, this hill? Well, I think if it would matter because they believe they're being lied to and they don't know why. That would be the. That would be if I was. Get un- unvolume it, bro. But why? There is no reason. Hey, I'm here to call out Joe Rogan for talking crap about me, about my mama. He's been doing it for too long. Me and my mama will tell you right now this earth is flat. It ain't moving around at no six hundred something thousand miles an hour, spinning a thousand miles an hour, and floating through the universe constantly okay this earth is flat it's fixed and the stars and stuff rotate around us the sun rotates around us okay and i can prove that i would love to debate you joe rogan because i'm tired of you making fun of flat earthers and if you're so confident Come on and debate me, buddy, because I'm tired of this crap you're posting. You want to post a video today um, about a mathematician that says the universe is local, but it ain't real. What does that even mean? That's a (laughs) bunch of mumbo-jumbo crap, brother. And the guy is holding a trident in the picture. And y'all think I'm crazy for thinking that this is a religious thing. He's holding a trident, a symbol of the devil. They're trying to feed you these lies to make you think that science is right and that that God didn't create this universe, the Big Bang did. And that crap you're posting, it's leading people away from the Holy Spirit. This, This universe wasn't created from no Big Bang. I don't care what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. And we didn't land on the moon. And Neil deGrasse Tyson knows we didn't land on the moon. He's lying about it too. Okay, all these people are lying, brother, and all you're doing is leading people away from the spirit. When when you understand that God created this universe, then you'll understand that there's no need for all this Big Bang and this and that, and, and it's all a bunch of crap. That's why the stars, the Little Dipper and the Big Dipper, are in the same position they've always been in, because the universe ain't constantly expanding. Okay, Tom, well, can I'm I tell glad you that so? finished. Can I tell oh, you something? That shit, uh, can you just get to that first comment? Just hold on, don't get out of it. I just want to see what Rashad Evans said. Absolutely, Bryce. You know what time it is. I'm a big... Oh, wow. Kelly Slater. If that's a troll, it's brilliant. Um, can I tell you something, Tom? He's convinced me. No, he has. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Team Bryce. Yeah, definitely. I'm on Team Bryce. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. if we've trimmed that for the fucking listener. I think maybe we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was might. too long. That was too long. We it trimmed some of that for the listener. We trimmed that Can you scroll through some more of those? Just scroll down a little bit. Uh, this, you know. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. Thank, thank you, you, Bryce. Thank you, thank you. Anyway. Anyway. 
Shout out to Bryce. Shout out to Bryce. Shout out to Flat Earthers. Um, got a lot of time for all Shout of out to scientists. Shout out to scientists. Now, Thomas. Mm-hmm. When we talk cricket. Yep. We do it thanks to our good friends at KO. KO are the best in the business. Well, the cricket starts tonight on KO. It's as simple as that. 3 p.m. day. Today, fuck yes. today. India, not Australia. Tonight, not tonight. Oh, dude, that's... Today. Sad. Not just today, but in fucking like four hours. That's so horny. Very, very, very close, Tom. And it wouldn't be a fucking test series in India without a little bit of drama. Yeah. Without a bit of uh, accusation. Bit, a bit of dodgy business. Without some, without some potentially... You know, uncouth behaviour from our friends over in India. Pitch doctoring. Pitch doctoring. Call it what it is. Pitch doctoring. Now, it has been. It's come to the attention of the nation, Tom, of Australians everywhere, that India has potentially been doctoring a pitch that will make uh, the footmarks or the sort of the the landing zone. For the left-handed batter. For the left-handed batter, more vulnerable than the rest of the pitch. You can see it. Look so at the fucking pitch. you can see what pitch. they've been doing. They've been watering up to sort of a full length and only up to a good length in certain parts. And it's like it mirrors on the other side, at, at either end of the pitch, yeah. if that makes sense. What's this guy saying? Uh, just go, what's the, who basically, is this guy? Basically, six of, six of the top eight Australian batsmen are, are left-handed. left-handed. So... They're basically just doctoring the pitch to make it fucking hairy for for the lefties. Interesting. So Baharat Sundarasan, Sundarasan, not sure who he is, but he's blue tick, even though you can buy those on Twitter, so who knows. Interesting treatment of the pitch in Nagpur. The ground staff watered the entire centre of the surface and only the length areas outside of the left-hander's leg stump and then rolled only the centre, stopping short every time they got to the good length areas at both ends. Fucking dodgy, dodgy shit. Now, like, you know, we have pitches that, like, I mean, we have pitches that suit our conditions. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, we've got fast, bouncy wickets. Yeah, but, the, but this is specific, specific But the pitch is the shit. same. Yes. The pitch is the same. It doesn't matter where on the pitch you're playing. Generally speaking, it's the same. Whereas they're going, okay, let's have a little look at the fucking makeup of the side. Oh, most of them are left-handed. Oh right, well then let's fucking let's let's do a little bit of fuckery to try and draw out an advantage. That's the way it looks to me, Tom. That's the, the way that it appears to me. Now this isn't an, an, an attack on Indians generally, no. But Indian cricket and everyone associated with it, with the greatest respect. Obviously, I know that you rule the world, but you're a bunch of fucking cheats when we're over in India. Now, some may say you guys, you know, you were ball tampering. Yes, true. We were cheats then as well. But India always seem to have squirrely shit going on with their pitches when you get over there. They like to squirrel with their pitches. Obviously, they take the fucking rivalry with Australia very, very seriously. Good. And for good reason, Tom. And it's all, and look, at the end of the day, this sort of shit puts eyeballs on the screens, puts yep. bums in seats. It, it creates narrative and drama that gets my dick hard. So I can't like I can't be too disapproving of this no, sort of behaviour. No, I agree. I agree. Like it gets it gets me fucking going. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard stuff. It pumps me up, 
spiritually, emotionally, erectile, physically, erectilely, Tom. Obviously, all that is true. All I'm saying is you got to call a spade a spade, and it seems to me like India's cheating. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I think that I'm prepared to wait until we bat, and then if we perform poorly, I will be climbing on top of the Harbour Bridge and burning effigies. Uh, Listen, if we go out there and we all f- and all our top six score hundreds, and it's a batting paradise, and India struggle, all's forgotten. No, but, but if that doesn't happen, effigies burning, effigies will be burnt. Tommy gets fucking. It gets more squirrely because of the apparent doctoring of of the pitch in Nagpur. Nagpur, Nagpur, forgive me. It's Nagpur. David Warner floating the idea of. Switching things up. Or batting right hand. Playing righty. Like this, again, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Poor Matty Ranshaw, probably going to get dropped for Peter Hanscom. Need another righty, not another lefty. They're fucking Hanscom of fucking my COVID test fame. Peter Hanscom, potentially punters and dribblers, replacing Matty Ranshaw, who just got back into the side. Cam Baggy Green. Very unlikely to play. That's a finger-based uh, decision. Correct? Well, it's a finger-based decision, Tom. Otherwise, the young prodigy would be in the side. Finger-based decision. Look, got to look elsewhere. Matty Renshaw bats left-handed. Obviously, pitch doctored in favour of fucking abusing and using the left-handed batsman. So now you got Matty Renshaw on the way out. Peter Hanscom potentially on the way in. David Warner up the top, going fuck it. I'm so shit in India anyway. Who cares if I bat? I right may as hand. well. I may as well. No disrespect to fucking David Warner. He's a friend of ours. He's but a I mean, dear friend of ours. But listen. He's going to bat right-handed. India hasn't been kind to him. No. He goes, fuck it, I'm going to switch things up. Literally. Mm. That'd be a flex. That would be a flex. Go out and score a, score 100. Yeah. Right-handed. That would be like one of the most impressive things in the history of Test cricket, right? Maybe the most. To go to India, bat wrong-handed because they fucking doctor pitches and get 100. Get a brave 100. That's what... That's what Indian test series provide, though. Yeah. Shitloads of drama. Like, if it's not a goat track, it's been doctored in favour of abusing our liner. Mm. I'm pumped. Dude, I'm very pumped. But I'm... Uh, I, are, you, are, or are you upset? No, not yet. I just don't like it. But I'm also, as I said... We'll wait until we see how we go. Would you bat first? I don't know if you would. I think so. I think you would. With that doctored fuckery going on, are you like, I want to see how this thing plays? Yeah, but... Or is it as good as it's going to be? But their pitches fucking fall in a big fat heap, generally. Yeah, so you kind of want Cracks as wide as the fucking Grand Canyon. Like, I think you need to get in... Early. You don't want to be buying a. You don't want to be a fourth innings guy. No, you don't, do you? Especially not with that. I would love to play on... I mean, to be fair, I'd love to play on any sort of pitch... Uh, that isn't synthetic, but it would be fun to play on a goat track. Spinners just like, you know, wouldn't that be fun? It would be fun. It would it's be a, fun. No I, helmet. No, you wouldn't need a helmet. Just go out there and fuck yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Go and rip. I like the obviously the Ashes is the number one, but like, and obviously India's a very close second, but the culturally like diverse experience of playing cricket or divergent i don't know the word but like in that it's it's really like india generally is a place where it's like very different to australian life sound sight smells all of those things 
not smells. Not for smells me. for me, obviously. But the cricket is different as well because the pitches is just like, oh, this is we're in another land here. Like it's mysterious. Fucking oh, the crowd rea- reacts differently. It always looks different as well, like on the TV. Yes. I don't know if that's smog or if that's lighting or what. Well, the fuck I think that they is. do have a probably a smog issue in India. But it could be the way they're filming it, like slightly different cameras. I don't know, TV. It just don't you reckon? If like, as soon as you turn on, like, oh, that's India. Yeah, yeah. And the sound of the crowd's always hectic. They're always foaming at the mouth. Bit of vuvuzela action. They're talking about India's talking about playing four spinners potentially. Like, it's just different yeah, cricket, that dude. Is. Four spinners. It's different cricket. That new young kid touted to replace Ashton Agar, whose name escapes me. The one something Murphy. Murphy, yes. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Eddie, that's right. Eddie Murphy, uh, not to be mistaken with the actor. Stand-up comedian slash actor. But, you know, Eddie Murphy, stand-up comedy, raw. This Eddie Murphy, a raw talent. Yes. Can spin with the best of them, Todd. Yes. Toddly? Toddly Murphy? No, Toddly it's, Murphy. no it's Eddie. It's Eddie Murphy, but yes. I Toddly, think- a.k.a. Eddie Murphy. Or Eddie Nee Toddly Murphy. Eddie Nee Toddly Murphy. Um, now... Commonly referred to on this podcast as Eddie Murphy. That's with an IE, punters and dribblers. That's with an IE. Not a, not a Y. Not a Y. You should probably let people know that you do spell it with a Y because they often get it wrong. Everyone gets it wrong. And it's one of those things where you just go, What can you do? What can you do? It's written everywhere. Even on the dartboard. Duty sent in the dartboard. Spell your name wrong. I know. It was almost a fucking. It's almost a baggy grain. Offense. I wouldn't have let it happen to you, bro. Don't you worry. I said almost. I said almost. Have we sent him a baggy green yet? Yeah. Okay. But Toddly Murphy comes in, Tom. Not necessarily. They're waiting to see, aren't they? Well, it's looking like it. So it'll be what Stark. Now Cummins has Cummins said that they've they've and they've the side is locked in. They're just not announcing it. Well, Hazelwood's out injured. Yep. So you assume it's Stark Cummins. I think Boland Cummins potentially. Wow. Now, I could be wrong. I heard Boland come and Is that because... And then Todd Lee and our boy... I'm not obviously a cricketing tactician. No. And I play... Shockingly. Yeah, shockingly. And I play like fucking, you know, T20 on a Sunday. I'm not a captain either in that, so I don't make any tactical decisions. Is the Boland thing because he's just so accurate? Would that be it? In like India where you're obviously not going to get that much pace off the... It so doesn't like, seem, and it doesn't. So it's just like just keep swing. it in the same spot every single time. Just put it on a sixpence. Yeah, we've got to stop saying sixpence, dude. We've got to get with the like the metric system. I, metric system. I find it impossible to do that. Five cent piece, handkerchief, handkerchief be big. Sure, that is a big. Handkerchiefs fucking you can you can get huge handkerchiefs. Some of my dads are fucking enormous. Do you still rocking handkerchiefs? Fucking oh, chili boy. Why? Are you like, dude, get a fucking tissue. Because does he tuck it up his sleeve like a sicko? Yeah, he puts it in his pocket. That's so fucked up. Handkerchief people will always be handkerchief people. It's so fucking unnecessary. Yeah, get a tissue. He's like, what if there's no tissues around? I'm like, go get some toilet paper. Listen, there's usually you're a sh- always near a shitter. You're always near well. Really, mostly. Generally speaking. Or we'll get a serviette. Paper towel. Paper towel. Use Tissue, a sleeve your towel, t-shirt. Sleeve, go the Bushmans. Do it near Tom. Really freaking out. Don't do it near me, bro. You'll ruin my day. But he, listen, at the end of the day, you can't teach an old dog new tricks and the man loves his hankies. 
All I'm saying is Hanky a bad example for when you're talking about Scotty Boland yep. because handkerchiefs are quite big. Yeah, they are. They're large. Handkerchiefs aren't that small. Even if you had a relatively small handkerchief, it's, it's got nothing on a five-cent That being coin. said, I mean, if you can land a fucking cricket ball on a handkerchief every single time, that's also impressive. It's impressive, but it's not as impressive as a five-cent coin. Or a sixpence. Or a sixpence. I don't think it's sixthpence. It's sixpence. As in six, a like, sixth of a like pence. Like you're not calling it a fifth-cent piece. A sixpence. I could be wrong. Yeah, sixpence. Which refers to a sixth No, it's a, it's a, a fucking penny? coin, I think. Sixpence was a coin back yeah, in the day. but what's the value of a Tom? None. That's the question. What's the value of a sixpence? It's six pence. Six pence. Thursday pod, punishers. Quickly. Thursday pod. Dio Davis, tonsillitis, top looking it up. It's eleven eleven. It's eleven eleven. Oh, it was worth one fortieth of a pound or half a shilling. What a fucking dumb system. Because it was when the UK currency was still one fortieth or of half a, a shilling. Where's the six come from? Listen, dude, if you want to go back t- back in time and ask fucking Shakespeare what the value of a dollar was or a sixpence, you can. All right, but it's not the time. Nor the place, right here, right now, while we're talking about cricket. So to bow cricket, Tom, I think it's important to say good luck to our fucking strapping young Australians over there doing the damn thing. The best of luck. We can't wait to watch you hump those fuckers into the dusty earth. And if you don't think, punters and dribblers, that I, Edward Simpson, first the of first name. of his name... <laughs> Fuck, we spent too much time together. Hasn't, isn't going to have a little something, something on my boy Smudge Smith to turn the fuck up. Mm. Then you've lost your fucking mind. Yeah. You've lost your You've mind. lost it. Smith's average is better in India than in Australia, I believe. Do your own Smudge research. has found his hands. We all know it to be true. Yep. And he's going to go over there. And if you don't think he's fucking, hasn't taken offence to this little doctoring exercise that our fucking Indian mates are up to, then think again. He's going to go out there and go, you're punished for it. Fuck the lot of you. I'm right-handed. Now, I agree with you and I will follow you on that bet. While we are talking betting... Responsibly, of course. Shout out to Neds. This isn't an ad. There are ads for Neds that will exist in this show. This isn't one of them. But obviously, I do all my punting with Neds, and you know that, punters and dribblers. If you weren't on LeBron James to fucking break the point scoring record yesterday, then you are a fucking idiot. That was the easiest money I've ever made in my life. Paying 230. Cunts are spending 100 grand on seats. It's in LA, fucking LL Cool J and Denzel Washington are there. All his childhood friends are there. His kids are there. His mum's there. Probably some of his fucking side chicks are there. His sons were there. His sons were there. Did I say that? I said kids. His daughter was there. Of course they were fucking there, mate. Everyone was there. Just paying 230. Just like... You're in the side things were there too. I'm saying they might have been. I don't want to even accuse him, but obviously, yes, they were there. <laughs> It was the easiest money I've ever made. I just wanted to say that. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Um, On that fucking LeBron thing, it wasn't as cool stopping the whole show for like 
interviews and pomp and pageantry as Buddy kicking a thousand goals and everyone running onto the field. They shouldn't have done interviews. They shouldn't have done interviews. They should have done like the AFL. You let the crowd storm the fucking field and then they should have had confetti ready. As soon as he hits the fucking thing, bang. Confetti falls, hugging, kissing, crying. And also... People go, oh, but yeah, but they've got to play on that. You heard of a leaf blower, bruh? Yeah, you ever heard of a fucking leaf blower, dude? You fucking pan that shit in fucking two seconds. Dude, they got brooms everywhere. You got minions. Get them to clean the fucking court. Get the minions running around, baby. But again, the leaf blower, it's best in class. That'll blow the fucking confetti. Only problem is you might blow it into, like, Denzel's mouth. Yeah, but Denzel's made of the right stuff, True. dude. Have you seen Man on Fire? He doesn't give a fuck about confetti. You know what? He'd probably just be going, and blowing it back. Blow it back himself. He'd go one-on-one. He'd take a leaf blower on and probably... And he'd, and he'd probably walk away with the chockies, Tom. <laughs> he'd probably walk away with the chocolates. That's Denzel There's not him. many who could beat a leaf blower either. Absolutely not. Denzel, best in class. We know this. What else I noticed, Tom, from yesterday is like... He's got the hands up and then I'm sitting there waiting for something cool to happen. And it's becoming more and more apparent as time goes by that nothing cool's nothing happening. Nothing cool's going to happen. Wasn't embraced by his teammates. In no. fact, I saw Anthony Davis sit down when he scored it. Looked like a looked like a kid that wasn't liking the moment. Yeah, you know? well, everyone in his team, LeBron's team, sucks. So Anthony Davis just like he didn't. He, when he scored, he didn't do anything. He just looked down and then just wandered over to his seat and sits down. Whereas when Buddy scored, he got mobbed. Yeah, but his teammates were around and they're pumped for they're pumped for Buddy. They yeah. know what this means. LeBron's teammates didn't seem to give a fuck about it. Shaquille O'Neal was crying. That was nice. Kareem was Shaq was nice. crying? Yeah. They, like, Shaq was basically crying the whole time. He's, to- he's crying talking to Kareem. He's, he's crying talking to LeBron. He's just in tears. Well, he's like me. Cries at the drop of a hat. Basically gets LeBron to admit that he thinks he's the GOAT, which was... Very LeBron of him. Yeah, but it was good to see that, like, it was nice that Shaq's just like, listen, I'm not going to let you humble your way out of this. Tell me how you really feel. And he's like, I reckon I could beat anyone at any time. Like, self-confident, sure. I yes. get it. All I'm saying is the Yanks usually go what's way this? over the what's, top with shit, and here? it just wasn't that good. This is Anthony Davis just nah-briaring. Oh, go really? This is Bill Simmons who's sitting behind the bench. Yep. Not interested. Or maybe he's just tired. No, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't even clap. No, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. Wow. LeBron's a divisive character. Yeah. Always has been. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. Before we wrap this up, though, Punish Dribblers, Rugby League trial start tonight again. All exclusive on KO. Who's playing tonight, Tobler? I think it's Tigers v someone. Like it's like the Warriors. Tigers, Tigers Warriors. Tigers Warriors. Who p.m. better? Who better to to kick things kick off? Things dude. off than the Tigers. Will we see a halftime standing with a, up? with a fan base that lives and breathes the trials? Will we see a halftime standing O from the Tigers fans? Tigers Warriors. It's just good to see rugby league back. Six p.m. KO. All of them are exclusive to KO. If you don't have KO, you dumb dumb fucks, you won't get to see any of it. And 
You'll only get to see about 2% of the entire NRL season. So... Be better. Make smart decisions. Now, did I read somewhere this morning, Tobler, that the RLPA has basically been like, there's a chance that we'll delay kickoff times and shit? Players aren't going to wear any NRL memorabilia. Yeah, here we go. Players told to cover NRL logos and delay preseason kickoffs. Media bans to be implemented with pay talks unresolved. Well, I mean, if you thought it was close to getting resolved before that chick went in and fucking recorded. Listen, we're not close to any. We're not close to a uh, resolution. No, no, no. We're hearing, we're hearing, we're hearing whispers from both Listen, sides. Listen, Tom and I, we've got the ears of everyone in the in shock this fucking, horror, shock horror. Tom and I are getting that good, good oil, dude. Like from the fucking. Source. Put it this way: we're getting we're getting oil from, from from people in the room. We're getting oil from the reservoirs in the earth on both sides. And, and I'll give you the hot tip: <laughs> there ain't no resolution coming. Well, there will be, but it ain't. It, there's nothing. Well, not today. <laughs> Certainly not today, Tom. No. Certainly not tomorrow. No. Or Look, things could change. I would say this: Tom. I'll stop going to the well. I won't return to the no. well. I don't care anymore. I will if the games don't get played. Listen, that'll fuck a lot of things. All I'd say is this. All I'd say is this to both sides. To both sides. There is a lot of hard-working men and women, Australians out there, mm. and Kiwis, obviously. But I'm talking particularly to my own, my own people here mm. that are very much looking forward to rugby league football. In fact, foaming at the mouth is probably foaming more at the accurate. penises and the vaginas and the bum. People holes. are dripping out here, baby. Yep. And I don't want my rugby league football to be upended. No. To be fucked around. To be Manly's f- going to win the comp this year. We don't need this. shit. I don't need this shit. I don't need. Year I don't bird. need it. It's the year of the bird. Just let it happen. Let the bird fly. I also wouldn't rule out this whole fucking fiasco being orchestrated by the RLPA and the NRL, just to try and fuck Manly's season. You reckon this is about fucking Manly They're hate? saying Year of the Bird. They're saying shoes to drop 15 kilos. They're saying Cherry Evans up and about. They're saying Tommy Turbo overseas with us and Hugh Jackman. They're saying Jake Trebojevic. They're hearing we bought, bought him a PlayStation, which arrived yesterday. They're hearing all this shit, and they're going, let's fuck them. This is, we can't have Manly winning. Let's fuck Manly. Yeah. Manly look too good. But they look too good. Look too prime. Year of the bird. Tom and Eddie are down there in the team photo. Manly like, looking too likely to win another premiership. Is that what this is about? I wouldn't rule it that out. That is tinfoil hattie, which you've been inclined to do lately, but I'm, I'm hearing you. You're hearing me. I am hearing you. We probably need to get some tinfoil hats for the studio. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But they need to be good ones. No, they've got to be good. And by so bad, I mean good. You know what Best I mean? Best in class. Listen, all I'm saying is give me rugby league and give it to me as promised and give it to me on time. Yeah, don't fuck us. Don't fuck me. Not just you, don't fuck us. Don't fuck us. Don't fuck us. But you and I, one of the same. So that's that, punters, dribblers. Thank you so much once again for all of your unwavering love and support. We love your love and support. Kisses, hugs, We're going to West Australia and we're doing that tomorrow morning. Perth. Sunday, Volk, Islam, UFC 284, available, main event via KO, get it. For the West Australian dribblers and for the dribblers who aren't from West Australia but are going over there, just keep your eyes peeled on the socials. We are trying to organise a catch-up. We'll see how we go.
I can promise you this. It'll most likely be very last minute. And it'll be very, like, we're not, like, doing anything for it. We'll just be like, let's, we're going to meet here, come here, and we'll just have a drink. Yeah. And we'll put that up on our socials. Be like, we're probably, we're, we're either here now or we're going to be there yeah. soon. That's just the way we operate. And it'll be on a Saturday. It'll be Saturday. After and you, the Wayans. If you want to come have a fucking schooner or a tequila or whatever the fuck you like drinking, that's cool. But we have zero information at yeah. the moment. This is the most information we have. It depends on a lot of things. Yeah. It depends on many, many factors. Um, like how large Friday is. Friday may be large. It may affect Saturday's start time. Where are we going to go? Where are we Did going? we go to Cottesloe the night before? Do we want to try something else new? Or is Cottesloe the way to go? We actually don't know where the fuck we're going. No. I've only been there once for work many, many I've years never ago. Been there. So I'm actually not the right person to ask. I need to be directed in a certain direction. Maybe someone comes along with a great uh, suggestion. Yeah. Maybe we go there instead. Maybe, Maybe we, we get there some and West Australian shit. people and they have some really good intel and, you know, it'll just all depend. There's a lot that has yet to be dis- uh, unearthed, discovered about Perth, ironed out. We'll let you know. We will be drinking. Go, Valk. Okay, bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?